0: Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. We're on our Sunday Focusing on Spirituality series. Thomas Miller here. Thanks for joining us. We're going to talk about going inside. We're going to look at some verses and quotes from the Tao Te Ching this week and focus on stillness. In fact, to get us started here in just a second, when this music fades out, (laughs) I'm going to lead us in a little meditation to calm our mind from the beginning. Now, we'll still do one at the end, but I think for this particular meditation, it's going to be best to really start to clear. So wherever you are listening to this, just come to a point of relaxation if you can. Some good breaths. Relax your shoulders and your neck. Roll your head around. Start to let go, because that's our theme today. Just letting go, finding empty. We're going to talk about the empty spaces and emptiness from the Tao Te Ching. Just close your eyes softly and Think about the nothingness that's in front of you now. One of the lines is, we shape the clay into a pot, but it's the emptiness inside that holds whatever we want. So try to go to as empty as you can here. Just release stuff. Let it go. Set your intention on finding within in the next few minutes. What a wonderful gift for a Sunday morning to find yourself, truly. I hope even just that moment of stillness was beneficial for you just to slow down. And that's part of what I was thinking here is in our modern society and modern life and with everything that we have going on, we have planes, trains, buses, automobiles. <laughs> we have text messages and Zoom and we have, goodness sake, Snapchat and all these other, I just can't even list them all. WhatsApp, you know, there's a hundred different ways to be bombarded And even on the phone, I I looked at it one day and I thought, why am I being so subservient for this? You know, I mean, I remember literally seeing a push button telephone for the first time. It was in a lobby bank at South Roads Mall in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was a little kid. Mommy, what's that? (laughs) It's like it wasn't or didn't have a, a dial on it. What is that with buttons on it? So now I don't return texts until I'm ready. I don't look at them. I'm not going to let that thing run my life. I've set it down now more than I have in the past. So for these last several weeks here on Sundays in this series, we've talked about some verses from the Bible. And I thought today that the Tao Te Ching was on my mind. And we'll move around from different scriptural sources. But one thing I realized is, These ancient texts, this one was written some 400 years before Jesus. They have so much wonderful information. We think if it's not the latest book or if it's not on the New York Times bestseller list, that there's not valuable information in it. It has to be modern. It has to be modernized. And that takes me back to a Bible verse. It was from Romans chapter 1, verse 22, where... The context is talking about people who don't weave God into their life as source, as highest source. And then it says they profess themselves to be wise, but they really became fools. A lot of highly publicized fools running around out there today, you know. So we're going to step out of the spotlight and step into the shadow and step into the quiet still moment and get some wisdom for our day today and our week ahead. Something interesting also that I found as we're getting ready to dive into this ancient Chinese text is that the ancient Chinese before Westernization did not distinguish he, she and it. So if you're reading a translation or hearing a translation of the Tao Te Ching and it says he or she, realize that in the ancient language that was just neutral. It was just you. It was a human being. I mean, I love the separation of the masculine and the feminine and the blend of the masculine and the feminine. And I also like the fact that they just recognized it as a human, a soul on a journey that basically at this level of spirituality, we are all one. That was the theme that we've been subtly working on the last several weeks. We are part of God, right? That Jesus even said that, and the Pharisees were trying to stone him for it. What are you going to kill me for? Because you blaspheme, you say you are part of God. (laughs) Okay, well, today we're going to continue to focus on the concept of oneness, but from a different angle. The Tao Te Ching, of course, as I'm sure you're probably familiar, is 81 different sections, chapters, verses attributed to Lao Tzu, somebody we don't know much about. And yet the work stands as one of the greatest spiritual texts of all time. So I got on this theme from chapter 2, verse 2, chapter 2, and it said, practice non-doing and everything will fall into place. I thought, ah. I want to run that theme through. So here are a couple of random selections, and I'll just mention the reference of the chapter if you'd like to look them up for yourself. This is, so chapter two got us started, practice non-doing, and everything will fall into place. And then the one I mentioned earlier from number 11, we join spokes together into a wheel, but it is the center hole that makes the wagon move. We shape clay into a pot, but it's the emptiness inside that holds whatever we want. We hammer wood for a house, but it's the inner space that makes it livable. We work with being, but non-being is what we use. Let that really soak in. Number 12. The master observes the world, but trusts his inner vision. He allows things to come and go. His heart is as open as the sky. Number 16. Empty yourself of everything. Let the mind rest at peace. 10,000 things rise and fall while the self watches their return. The return, they're talking about the cycle of life, earth, the world, being born, dying, rising, falling. The cycle, the return. From number 20. Stop thinking and end your problems. Number 23. When you are one with the Tao, the Tao welcomes you. You could put God in there. When you are one with virtue, virtue is always there. When you are one with loss... The loss is experienced willingly. He who does not trust enough will not be trusted. Number 47. The more you know, the less you understand. Circles back to what we began with, doesn't it? And I love the last one, number 81. True words aren't eloquent. Eloquent words aren't true. Wise men don't need to prove their point. And men who need to prove their point are not wise. The master has no possessions. The more he does for others, the happier he is. Remember no pronoun there. The more she gives to others, the wealthier she is. The Tao nourishes, not by forcing, not by dominating. The master leads. What's our common theme here? It's almost like Fred Dodson's The Stream of Life a couple of podcast episodes back. least a sample of it, life is like a river, you're floating down, are you allowing the stream to take you to its destination or are you paddling upstream or sidestream or frantically or are you relaxed, enjoying the journey, non-doing, how are you seeing the world right now? a lot of stuff going on, or through a more empty lens, creating your own reality instead of analyzing and responding to the reality of others, this would be a really good time to turn it all off. It's another change I've made in my own life, focusing on my own realities. What am I creating? Last week, I was in the 400s section of Levels of Energy, redoing the audio book. Fred mentioned that Switzerland, then in the low 400s, was basically immune to a lot of the things going on around it during World War II because it was staying focused on its own agenda and had several other layers, including peace, contribution, etc., like what we just read about. And it was untouched. You don't have to participate in what's going on around create your own reality but create it from the emptiness which is when god can step in so let's think practically for a moment practically we do live in a world where these connection devices are important to us they're important to our business our families a friend of mine's daughter just turned 16 last week she's driving now on her own where is she <laughs> How is she doing? The phone is handy, and yet it takes away from our focus on that inside. The emails, the distractions, the television in the corner of the room, always on, takes away. It's up to you and me how we each balance these things out for us. But these texts were written without all the noise around. I've noticed that one of the things that our very attached Internet age has created is somewhat of an abandonment of self-exploration for answers. How many times have you seen a social media comment and then somebody fires right back, Where can I find this? Um, four Google search word, keyword search terms. <laughs> Pretty easy. I saw that the other day on Facebook. Somebody mentioned a book and somebody asked where could they find it. But you know the ultimate answers are within. Don't fall into that trap of needing to find answers out there. Your answers for you are within you. So... Today, set as your goal or your intention for the day and for the week ahead, to really tune in to the emptiness within, that clay pot, I love that analogy. You can see it, can't you? Here's a beautiful pot, and it's empty inside, or the house, we build the house, but it's the inner space where we live. We work with being, but non-being is what we use. Practice non-doing and everything will fall into place. You're on the river. The river will take you. And stop thinking and end your problems. Let me walk you through a little inner space meditation. These are powerful. and You can do this on your own, basically anytime, anywhere. Hopefully you're still in a relaxed state. This has been a soft episode, so that we stay where we began, inside. Good, Ex. inhale, exhale. Push it all out. let's practice what we heard emptying the mind finding the inner space. I'm going to suggest some areas where you might find space, but during this you might find your own coming to surface. Go there instead. With your eyes closed, hopefully in a very relaxed place, Think of that space between your cheekbones, so like from the edge of one eye to the edge of another eye is empty space in between. Think of that space, put your focus on it, or another space that comes to your mind. Now think of the empty space, put your awareness on the empty space between your chin and the top of your head, vertically. Think of the empty space around your jaw, loosen the muscles around your jaw, maybe it's the empty space in your mouth as your lower jaw relaxes and your mouth drifts open Think of the empty space between the width of your shoulders. Think of that empty space in front of you and behind you, where your aura extends. Think of the empty space between your feet. The empty space between your hands. If you were to put your hands in front of you cupping them like you are holding a ball but you're not think of the empty space there that's energy you can play with it feel the empty space between your body and the ceiling of the room you're in, the empty space between you and the door you entered Focus for a minute on all the empty space in the room where you are. Now focus back to you. focus on the space between your heart and your head just that area be aware of it in the context of empty Now think about the space between your heart and your root, say your groin area, your root chakra, that empty space, in that area. And those empty spaces that we just explored, around your heart, above it, below it, are typically where your answers come from. Maybe from your solar plexus, near and around your stomach. Maybe you're a generator in human design, the sacral area, a yes or a no vibrating in the sacral region of your lower chakras. Maybe your messages come to the heart chakra, or your third eye or out in front of you all these empty spaces where messages can appear that's your higher self that's the Tao that's God Dodson for the music, I'm going to leave it with you so that you can continue to focus on your empty spaces, enjoy the empty journey to within.